Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Okay, so if you people always tell me after an episode of Ups and Downs, Simon, it's too long. A bit like, these are three-hour shows, bro. How do you want me to condense them even further? But I've come up with an idea, and it's this. That's right. Musical Ups and Downs. If we could dim the lights, thank you very much. We could put some, like, cheering in the background. Excellent. Let's go. Cody started Monday Night Raw. A hit with a sledgehammer, so much gore. Seth Rollins laughed, because he did the hit. I tell you, that man is a piece of shit. Oh. We got cancelled because I used a naughty word. Anyway, hello, my name is Simon from What Culture. Let's up those downs, old school style. need to start approaching life the way that WWE does because we got another countdown clock but this time it was letting us know when it got to zero we would find out the new member of the judgment day remember it's not judgment day it's the judgment day I really like that though imagine you did this at work you're an employer and you have to fire someone and everyone comes in and there's a big clock on the wall that says at 5 p.m someone's gonna be let go Wait a minute, that's a terrible idea. Anyway, you know the deal when WWE does this, we start the Simon Stopwatch, put five minutes on it. Who the flub knows what's gonna happen? Not gonna lie, at the moment, neither do I. Raw then got going properly, and you know who came out? Cody Rhodes. What a hero. He got a mega pop, I mean, it was so loud, and he got the thank you Cody charm, which was the least we could do. And honestly, he was so injured, he could barely move his arm. I mean, this entire situation has been wild. Cody mentioned his daughter and that one day she would be old enough to watch his performance as somebody was chopping onions. And then he just went super duper mega baby face because he was all like, I'm never going to give up. I'm going to fight for you. I think Seth Rollins is a dick. All of the above. Rose then told us that this feud is done and then looked to the sky and said, oh, there's the money in the bank briefcase. That pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event, is in a month's time. Maybe I'll come back and win it. I was like, no, Dr. Simon here, put on my doctor hat, which is not a thing. There's no way you can have surgery in Thursday, a couple of days, and come back in four weeks for a paper. Nah, premium live event. So please, Cody, do not do this. You don't need to do this now. I get he was just planting seeds. I get a little bit scared. Rollins must have agreed because he interrupted here. So that is 85 in WWE and 135 interruptions overall. And even though he still doesn't like Cody, what he has learned is that he respected him massively and that Dusty would be proud of him too. I tell you, I was looking for some tissues. They even did this handshake, but man, I tell you, it was a ruse. Because after all this lovely jubbly pancakes and cream stuff, Cody was leaving saying, I'll see you soon, I'll see you soon. When that damn Rollins ran from the entranceway 
and he started to beat him up with a sledgehammer, which not pretend otherwise, that was gibberish, which let's not pretend otherwise, that's attempted murder. So he beat the flub out of Cody until officials broke it up and afterwards Rhodes was like, I will not get on that local medical facility stretcher and he walked out of there. So what we have done is we have taken all of this and right now Cody is going to be the hero of all heroes by the time that he's come back which means he did it. He said he wanted to do this in 2016, and here we are, 2022. And the man, as I said on the video yesterday, is just the flipping legend. This was a good segment. Up. Then somebody backstage must have gone, well, that was all too sensical. Can we please turn raw and make it go bonkers? They did. Now, for starters, it was Dana Brooke versus Becky Lynch, which was bizarre anyway, but we made it very clear that Bex was not in a good mental headspace right now, because, of course, she keeps losing, especially at the pay-per-view. Damn it, premium live event. Because Dana in the past has been involved with the 24-7 crew, though, all these guys came out. And from nowhere, Dana hit the most devastating move at all of sports entertainment onto Tazawa to become the champion again. And at this point, I was like, well, none of that actually made any sense. Lynch melted down because she is sick of other people winning championships when she's in the ring. <laughs> so that's when we went into Dana Book versus Becky Lynch round two, even though round one of those just happened. But this time, you're not going to believe it, the 24-7 title was on the line. So they then started to fight, but almost instantly, Oscar's music hit. She came to the ring, and when Dana Brooke had Becky Lynch in a pinning position, Oscar grabbed Lynch's leg, meaning she wasn't able to kick out. So in the record books, yes, Dana Brooke just beat Becky Lynch. So I audibly said, oh my gosh, but here's the thing. One, I think this is doing a really good job in showing you that Becky has hit rock bottom and what the hell is she going to do? But two, every damn week on this damn show, I tell you, when it comes to the 24-7 title, we should be going crazy. We should be going nuts. We should be coming up with ideas that make people go, well, we can't possibly do that. And we do it anyway. And I would say that's an example of this. It also continues the Oscar feud, which I'm totally fine with. And this is the kind of dumb I can get behind. So I'm probably going to be the only person in the world who is about to say this. <laughs> That's right. Becky Lynch lost, but I am giving it up. And then WWE pulled the trigger on their announcement cannon. That sounded absolutely terrible. But come 27th of June, John Cena is going to come back to Monday Night Raw. And if you can believe this, it seems very likely we're going to get to SummerSlam. And it's going to be Jonathan Cena taking on none other than Theory. And I will say this here and I will say this now. I actually think Theory is going to win. And then it was time for Miz TV. Because of course it was. Maurice was out with The Miz and he was acting like he was going to become Mr. Money in the Bank. But the opening of this was just the commercial for Miss and Mrs. I can't handle it when they do this. I've already tuned into one television program and I do not need adverts for another television program. This was all building to Riddle interrupting those. So that's 86 in WWE and 139 overall. But I tell you, the pop that this man got got onto the microphone, it was actually pretty funny. I mean, at first he tried to chat French to Maurice and got it completely wrong, but then he got all serious and was like, listen to me, Roman Reigns, I want to take you on for the WWE Unified Championship, and we better do this match. Even if Roman does win, I need to see it. Oh, the stopwatch has got to zero. Ah, do it. That's right. I have now taken over ups and downs, and look at my fabulous moustache in his yard. That guy is such a prick. We then got into some jokes about testicles, but once again, that was amusing too, because Maurice was trying to back up Miss 
saying he doesn't have small balls. He has regular size ones. And once again, I was laughing away because the point is Riddle was now done with The Miz and he wanted a match. And even though The Miz pretended he was going to do it, he then said no because he was suited and booted. From nowhere, Champa just turned up though and he need Riddle right in the head. So then all of a sudden Miz was like, ah, I'm kidding. Of course I'll have this match, but don't worry. It went exactly the way it should have done. Maurice's handbag did get involved, but it didn't play a massive factor. Riddle hit the RKO. He beat The Miz. Uno, dos, tres. So this was all it needed to be and it was very fun. So I am going to give it an up, dot, dot, dot. However, what is the deal with Champa? He appeared here and then as soon as he had done one move, he just ran away. Why didn't he come back to help The Miz? And what on earth is his motivation? So I do have to give it a down because Champa is a terrific wrestler. You could put him in any mid-card feud and it would work, but instead he's like some kind of ghost attacker. And I'm done with it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And then WWE went WWE. Because it was the Street Profits taking on the Usos, and if they beat the Usos, they would then be allowed to take on the Usos for the WWE Tag Team Championships. And don't worry, I've got that voice in my brain too. It's just going, ah. The thing is, this is all fine if the Profits do get a dominant win over the Usos. But instead, as you've already guessed, given what I said a few seconds ago, it ended... Or you have a choice. It was either disqualification or countout. I'll give you a moment to decide. It was a countout. So you did kind of take away the intrigue here because Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins didn't properly beat Jimmy and Jay. However, I do have to say, in terms of the match itself, good grief it was fun, especially when Street Profits did these simultaneous dives. 
and Angelo Dawkins completely smashed it. Similar, the still steps kept being used as well, so they need a pay rise. And there was this great near fall after Montez Ford had done his frog splash. But then, yeah, they took Jay, they threw him over Barry Barricade, and while the Street Profits were able to get back in before the 10 count, Jay was not. So the referee went, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I suppose at some point in the future, we're going to have this title match. Riddle came out to celebrate with his friends afterwards, which was a nice touch and also made it feel like we are going in separate directions. So I'm going to be that guy and I'm giving an up for a match, but I'm giving a down for the finish because again, if you're trying to establish people as strong contenders, let them win the match. I then found out what Bobby Lashley is going to be doing next, and it made me think that maybe, just maybe at Hell in a Cell, he grabbed the wrong replica title belt. He was talking about how much he hates MVP and Omos, and that they're a couple of dicks, when Theory interrupted. So that is 87 in WWE and 140 interruptions overall, and yes, this is out of control. This was also my face because I couldn't believe it. And he told Bobby Lashley that he was a piece of crap and he actually flexed in his face. Can you believe that? Nobody can ever flex in Bobby Lashley's face because, of course, he then reflexed. He was like nine times as big. Bob also wanted a match, but of course, Theory said no. But given that Lashley kind of grabbed him and removed him from the squared circle, you have to imagine we're going to do this soon. You already know what's going to happen. Bobby Lashley will be about to become the United States champion when MVP and Omos interfere. I mean, I'd say you couldn't write this stuff, but it is definitely being written. So this was okay, and I do appreciate the fact that WWE is doing all they can or the push theory. Like regardless whether you like him or you don't like him, we do need to do this with young stars. Up. Then from nowhere, WWE had a panic because they remembered, oh no, Veer and the Mysterios are meant to be feuding. Quick, put them on TV. So it was Veer versus Dominic, and WWE just went way too far with this because Veer kind of annihilated this child for most of the match, although we did get a few things in there. And just when he was about to lose, Daddy went, well, I don't want my boy to get beaten. So he got in there and he caused a disqualification. I mean, seriously, what a terrible father. He also hit Veer with his 619, but what do we do now? Like, should Veer beat Rey Mysterio? Is that a good idea? I don't know. And also, can Veer start being presented as the more cool and collected guy? He comes across as Twitter, because that seems far more interesting but yeah, this one personally has just lost me down. WWE, though, then took a risk, and it was flubbing great. But the Judgment Day countdown clock rolled down to zero, so we did need to find out who the new member was. And I tell you, I could have guessed this for the next 67 years, which would have been an absolute waste of my life, and I would never have come to this conclusion, but that's what we should be doing. Because after all their usual waffle of, we are the harbingers of doom, and after darkness descends down upon us, we will kill all your children. Well, no way, we went way too far there. Bring it back in a little bit. We did turn to the entranceway and say, well, who's coming down? And it was none other than Finn Balor. And this makes no sense given last night, even though they did try to explain this. But don't forget, he lost the match because Rhea Ripley stood in his way. But I'm going to be that guy right now. I don't give a crap because I've been waiting for Finn Balor to be here on the main roster in ages. Go watch his New Japan work. Go watch his NXT work. He is damn good at it. They also made it very clear that Edge had been a little bit surprised by this and that Balor had gone to Damian Priest and Rhea. And the reason we did do that is because then everyone went, oh, by the way, we have discovered some dead weight in our group. And it's you, Edge. And they beat him up. He tried to fight back, but nope, he was long gone. And not only did he get thrown through Alan the announce table, but they gave him a concerto. And then they all stood there and it got ruined by the commentators who said, it's the new, the judgment day. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the worst sentence I've ever heard in my life. However, 
They look great together. And while a small part of it was a bit like, I think Edge may have realized this wasn't working. He's correct, it wasn't working. We needed a shift and in around about five minutes, I was 10 times more interested in this than I was before. Cause do not forget there is nothing wrong with trying, failing and then trying again. And now I cannot wait to see what's gonna happen here. So it is getting a damn powerful up. Omos then smashed Cedric Alexander. And what a fool I am. Because at the premium live event, I assumed that we did this with Cedric so he was gonna have something big. But no, this match actually went seven seconds and it just went ding, 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 tree slam, done. I mean, why don't you just leave him off TV instead of humiliating him down? It then just got so strange because the dirty dogs just walked out and no one explained where they've been for the last 82 years. And Umfut was all pissed off, but Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler like, man, we don't care. So I suppose we are going to do that series of tag team matches. Can't lie, it's a little bit confusing. That wave of weirdness then continued too because it was Ezekiel versus Otis. Zeke just beat him. Now he did this to carry on the Kevin Owens feud that I'll get to in just one second. But yeah, Zeke just hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, which is still being abused. Although I will say this was so inoffensive, I didn't really get offended. Obviously, I didn't need to say that. I was super happy afterwards, though, because Ezekiel did call out KO and said, I want to take you on in another match. And Owen was fine to accept this challenge on one condition that Zeke admitted he was Elias. So Ezekiel took the microphone and said, okay, I am he. Owen celebrated like he just learned the meaning of life, but of course, Zeke then instantly went, <laughs> I'm only joking, but you've already accepted the match, so you can't get out of it. And that is the most childish playground thing I've ever heard in my life. Nobody had signed a contract. Kevin Owens could have just gone, all right, well, I told you to do it and you didn't, so it's not happening, but I will say this. I just love Kevin Owens so much, and I think he's one of the best in the world, that anytime he's on my television, I'm having a good time. Stop that. Up. Bianca Belair then walked to the ring because we needed to find out who her opponent was going to be when we get to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Oh, every time. Premium live event. I tell you, everything from this point on, I also thought was pretty good. So we had Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan versus Dewdrop versus Alexa Bliss. And while I'd appreciate it if somebody let me know how Dewdrop got in there, given that she loses all the time... I enjoyed this match. I thought it was fun. It started with Rhea and Dewdrop because, of course, they're the two powerhouses, but eventually Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan kind of pulled them out the ring. But then Rhea was just running around murking everybody. Don't know why it made me laugh, but it was pretty brutal. Everybody was then taking everybody else out, including a Hurricane Rana by Morgan and a powerbomb by Dewdrop. And this is when a couple of them went, hey, let's go and tussle on the top. And I'm really proud that I called this a few months ago just knew it was going to become the fashionable thing in wrestling. I tried to tell my parents as well because I thought it was some kind of achievement, but they didn't care. But nothing has changed there. And it did lead to a Tower of Doom spot before those in the back of the powers that be were appeased. Because everybody started to go for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. It actually like Morgan was going to do it at one point when she was going to hit the Oblivion onto Dewdrop. And Nikki Ash, who was at ringside, interfered and stopped that. But a few seconds later, Rhea Ripley hit the Reap Tide onto Double D. She got the 1-2-3. The The Judgment day then popped up and they all stared at Bianca Belair because of course that means things are serious and I looked at this and thought actually this is a good way to end Raw I want to see that match like have you ever seen Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley go at it they absolutely kick ass which brought us to the end of Monday Night Raw and I thought this was so much better than last week probably because now we're focusing on money in the bank when you have hell in the cell and money in the bank money in the bank is up here and hell in the cell is in the toilet even though it was a damn good show so I am going to give it an up. And as we are here, and it's the last time I'll talk to you before it happens, I send Cody Rhodes all the best. I hope your surgery goes okay. And don't forget, you a damn hero. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.